Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Now, you might consider yourself as a high-functioning individual. You might have a great career, a great business. You might have a great family, a great house. You might be a great member of society, but at the same time, you might know that your drinking is out of control. And you may even think to yourself sometimes, am I an alcoholic? Have I got a problem? Well, what I really want to break down for you today in this video is eight signs of a high-functioning alcoholic. So this is somebody where things might not be at ground zero. Life might not be that bad, but at the same time, alcohol is causing issues. So what I really want to do is I want to go deep into signs that maybe you should question your drinking patterns. Maybe it's time for you to sit down, really just put everything on the table and say, maybe it's time for me to make a change because that is what I want to go into in this video. And really what I want to say before I get into this video is I know the title of this video is talking about an alcoholic, right? And to be entirely honest with you, I don't believe in this term of being an alcoholic. And I'm just going to quickly break it down for you. Now, what I do believe is that alcohol can cause people issues. They can have problems from drinking. Drinking can cause huge amounts of problems. And that's what happened to me in my life. It just caused so many damn problems from relationships to work, to finances, to self-esteem, it causes a lot of problems. I'm not denying that. But what I am denying is the terminology of an alcoholic, right? Now, the reason why I've titled this video, Eight Signs of a High-Functioning Alcoholic, is because I hear people saying it to me again and again and again. So I run a company called SoberClear, where I help people get control of their drinking. And quite often, people will get on the call, they're interested in the program, and then they're going to tell me, I think of myself as a high-functioning alcoholic. An alcoholic basically is a term made by AA, right? It's where you are the problem for drinking. When you're an alcoholic, the drug is not the problem, right? You become the problem. Now, I am not saying that you are an alcoholic. I'm not saying that you need to give yourself this that label to get value from this video. And to be honest, I don't buy into that label at all, but I just know that a lot of people do, and I know a lot of people know what an alcoholic is. So when I say alcoholic, all I'm referring to is somebody that has problems with alcohol. I'm not saying that you're an alcoholic. I'm not saying that you're the problem. I don't buy into that. I don't call myself the problem. I don't give myself any labels. But at the same time, I'm not delusional to think that alcohol wasn't causing me problems, right? Of course it was. It may be causing you problems as well, but you don't need to give yourself this label. I just want to make that very clear. But at the same time, if you do, no worries. But for me, no go. And I'll just tell you why. And the reason why is because it's the only drug on the planet that if you can't control it, you're the problem. I ain't the problem. You ain't the problem. But at the same time, we do want to look at the signs of when it starts to become a problem, right? So the very first thing that I want to touch on is what a high-functioning drinker, high-functioning alcoholic can do is they start to compare themselves to other drinkers. And why exactly is this important? Well, the reason why this is an important sign of actually being a problem drinker is because, well, I've done this. You know, I've done this numerous times. I'd get myself into a ridiculous state, I'd be drunk, I'd wake up with this hangover, and then somebody might say, what's up with you, Leon? Why have you gone out again? Why are you coming to work hungover again? Or whatever it was. And in my head, I'd kind of say to myself, well, you know, it's not like I wake up in the morning and drink whiskey. You know, I'm not really that much of a problem. There's people a lot worse than me. And I would just compare myself to somebody who is drinking way more than me. 
And I did this all the time, right? I'd, I'd, I'd get myself into these ridiculous states and then just think I'm not as bad as this person. I'm not as bad as that person. You know, it's not like I need to go and detox. I can stop anytime. I can take it or leave. I used to come up with these rationalizations all the time that somehow it's not that bad. Now I really look back and reflect at that and really it, it was pretty bad, right? And the only reason why I used to kind of do this stuff and, and really say that I'm not as bad as everybody else was because I was afraid of stopping, right? There was a fear that if I got rid of the alcohol, my life would not look the same again. So this is a sign that I see with people is when they kind of say to themselves, well, I'm not that bad. I hear it on the calls all the time when people are interested in the program, they'll say to them, they'll say to me like, you know, well, I'm, I'm calling you because I've got a drinking problem, but it's not that bad. It's not like I'm as bad as this person and this person. I'm thinking like, seriously, you're watching these videos, you're interested in joining a program, teaching you how to control your drinking, and you're still going to stay on the phone to me and say that you're not as bad as somebody else. It doesn't matter, right? The, the, this is the point. It doesn't matter what everybody else is like. It doesn't matter what their drinking patterns are like. All that matters is that if you think you've got a drinking problem and alcohol is causing you issues in your life, that is all that matters. It doesn't matter how much he's drinking, she's drinking, they're drinking. It just doesn't matter. All that matters in life is you solving your drinking problem. So if you're watching this, don't do this. Don't compare yourself to other people. I know that it can kind of almost encourage you to keep drinking, right? That's all that's kind of happening. By doing this, you're just saying to yourself that it's not that bad. But at the same time, when you really break it down and you really start to look at the patterns of your drinking and the, and, and, and the patterns of the things that you're going through because of alcohol, well, we really just start to see that this is just a rationalization, right? I'm sorry to say it, but it is. So that's the first sign. Now, the next sign that I want to touch on is when you start lying to friends, family, and loved ones. And this is very, very, very close to my heart as well, because I've done this, right? And it, and it breaks my heart. You know, I've called family members up before, asking them to borrow money because I've really just wasted all my money on alcohol, right? I've, I've, I've just lied to people about my drink. Like, oh, are you drunk, Leon? No, I've just had one or two. Really, I've had like five or six drinks. I do this all the time, right? I'd ignore the calls from my mum. My mum would call me. I'd look at the phone. I'd see the call. I'm, I'm declining it. And I live this lie. And I see people doing this a lot as well. They, they, they lie to their wife, to their husband. They hide the drinks. You know, if you're doing this, why? Like, I know why you're doing it. And the reason why I did it as well is because I was ashamed. I was ashamed. I didn't want people to know that I had a problem with alcohol, right? And, you know, if you're lying to the friends, to your friends, to your family, to the people that are around you that you love, you know, maybe it's when your kids smell the alcohol on your breath. Have you been drinking? No, 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 I've not been drinking. No, 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 trust me, son. Trust me, daughter. No, no, no. If you're doing this, then, and you really consider yourself high-functioning, you know, somebody that's got everything going for them and, and life's going pretty well, but at the same time, you're doing shit like this, like seriously, you've got to look at yourself. You've got to look at yourself and say, is this who I want to be? Do I want to be somebody that lies to people about my drug usage? Because that's all that you're doing. And I'm, I'm sorry to have like a negative tone on this video. I know the videos are usually quite uplifting and quite positive, but if you are doing this, I'm sorry, but it's time to question it. It's time to say, is this who I really want to be? Because I've done it, right? I'm not saying that I'm some, you know, perfect individual that's not made mistakes in life. I have lied to family members about my drinking before, numerous times, and friends, and people that I really cared about. It's embarrassing. And th at the same time, though, is, is, is what I really want to make clear is I could easily look back at those lies that I've told to people and really just create a lot of shame and create a lot of guilt, right? It's not hard to do that. It's not hard for me to look at the past and just beat myself up and say, why did you do this, Leon? You know, but I just want to tell you one thing, right? The best way for you to kind of fix this and, and feel good about this 
is to stop drinking and start improving yourself, is to put yourself into a better position, is to become somebody better, and is to become somebody that's valuable to friends, valuable to family, and valuable to loved ones. So, I mean, you might have made mistakes like I've made in the past, but things can change, right? Things can start to get better again. So I just wanted to make that clear. Now, the next sign that I want to go into is that whilst being a drinker, you've engaged in high risk activities. That might mean having a few too many drinks and getting in the car and driving home, driving your kids home, driving your whole family home after a few too many drinks. Maybe not, maybe driving alone, maybe you don't drink drive. Maybe there are other high risk activities that you've got into. Maybe you've been at a bar and kind of said the wrong thing to the wrong person and it almost erupted into a fight and you know, people get hurt in those kind of situations. Maybe it's you gamble more, you eat more bad food. Maybe not, not so high risk, but maybe it's unsafe sex. You know, if you're doing this kind of stuff and you consider yourself a high functioning problem drinker and you really reflect on your drinking and say, well, hang on, I've made this mistake, this mistake, this mistake, and the common denominator was alcohol. Well, maybe it's time to start questioning things. I don't really want to go into too many details on a personal note of like the, the kind of high risk activities that I've got into, but you know, I would go out into, into cities, sometimes alone, sometimes with other people. I'd get myself into blackout drunk states where I don't remember a single thing. I am, I'm not exaggerating. It's like full blackout. I wake up, I have no recollection of what just happened for the past 12 hours. Right? I, I've got myself into those states in cities before, walking around alone. And the thing is, is when I'm drunk is I'm very obnoxious, I'm very loud, you know, and I'm, I'm really in people's face. And I'm, I'm just quite lucky to have got away from this kind of stuff unscathed because the, there are people out there that end up in pretty bad scenarios because they're engaging in high risk activities when it comes to alcohol. I'm not saying that is you, right? This is, you know, there's, there's, there's not everybody is uh, going to be engaging in high risk activities, but I'm just reflecting on, you know, my life and, and the kind of choices that I made. And if you're engaging in high risk activities, then again, it's time to really break things down. It's time to start questioning your patterns. Now, the fourth sign that I want to break down is that when you try to stop drinking or when you have a break or when you, you know, wake up the next morning is you have some level of withdrawal. Again, I've been there. I've had the shakes. I've had the flu-like symptoms. And I'm not saying that I was so severe that I was drinking, you know, liters of vodka a day and, you know, I had like a very, very severe withdrawal. But I'm not, I'm not saying that you need to get to that level to recognize that the alcohol is causing you a problem, right? If you're feeling flu-like, if you're feeling shaky after a heavy night, I'm sorry, but it's not normal. You know, it's not normal to wake up with a hangover, blacking out and, and feeling shaky and feeling flu-like and, and really feeling like crap. And if you're starting to see those levels of withdrawal, then again, I'm sorry, but it's just time to question things. It's really time to start breaking things down and really asking yourself, what the hell is alcohol actually doing for me? Because the point of the matter is, the point of all my content, the point of my whole business, Sober Clear, is making you realize that alcohol does nothing for you. It does nothing for you at all. There is no benefit to consuming ethanol right? So if you're seeing a level of withdrawal from drinking it, I mean, what a sign, what a sign that things are getting out of control. Does there really need to be much more else than this? Well, I'm going to cover more points anyway, just in case that you're not getting the point here. But the point of this whole video, the point of the whole content is you've got to question these patterns. And that takes a lot of courage. It takes courage to question the mistakes that you may have been making for many years. That's hard. That's not easy. Most people don't do it. Most people get to 70 years of age after drinking every day for their whole lives. They look back at their lives and they just see this, this wasted potential. They weren't strong enough to question these patterns. That's really what I want you to get out of this video is I want you to be able to question your patterns as well. Now, the fifth thing that I want to touch on is 
that you get defensive about your drinking. And again, I've done it. You know, when my mum would say to me, Leon, are you even drinking again? I'd be like, yeah, 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 but it's fine, mum, it's fine. You know, I, I'm, I'm okay, I'm having just a few. I'm not, I'm not drinking like I was a few months ago, a few years ago. It's different this time. What are you talking about, mum? Leave me alone. You know, I know I use my mum as an example because like my mum my just sees through all of the BS, right? She, she knows that I've had problems in the past. She's been to AA for 20 years. And uh, back when I was drinking, you know, it was like a mum that just knew every time that you'd done something wrong. But anyway, the point is, is, is I would get defensive, right? If a partner said to me, you know, Leon, you think you're drinking a bit too much? No, I'm not drinking too much. I'd get angst. I'd get angry. I'd be like defensive. I'm defending this. This is my thing. Don't try and take this away from me because I've got everything under control. Right? At the same time, I knew that I was lying to myself. I knew that I didn't have things under control. Right? And even, you know, because this, this is all about, you know, being a high-functioning alcoholic. Right? I had a, a business when I was drinking. And, you know, uh, basically what happened is I built this personal training business whilst I was sober. And I started drinking again. And for the first kind of three months, I would have classed myself as a high-functioning drinker. Right? I can run a business, have a relationship, have a car, have a nice place to live, and drink alcohol. That's what I kind of considered myself as. But the thing is, is things got out of control again. But during those three months, I was defensive. You know, if you're telling me to put the drink down, if you're telling me to slow down, I'm telling you to F off. Go back up, back up. I'm good. I don't need your help. You know, I'm fine. So if that's you, again, the same point. It's time to start questioning things. Which leads me to the sixth point. And the sixth point is, you know, you might have things under control, but then you come home after a hard day of work and you use alcohol to cope with stress. You use alcohol after a long day, after a hard day. You know, it's been a difficult day at work. It's been a difficult day at the office. It's been a hard day with the kids. The kids are in bed now. You know, you've got home after a long day of work. And what do you do? Well, you don't feel quite right. You feel like something's missing. You can't quite relax. You open the can of beer, you pour the glass of wine, you pour the drink, and then all of a sudden you feel relaxed. And what you're really doing is using alcohol to deal with stress. Now, all that alcohol really does is create more stress in the first place, right? Because the individual that does this is they'll have a drink. They'll, they'll have a drink at nighttime. You know, they might have five or six drinks. They'll go to sleep. They'll wake up, a bit of a hangover, get to work, get to the afternoon. And then they feel like something's missing again. And then they get home and they can't relax. They feel agitated. They can't just chill out and be normal. They can't just have a bath and put some relaxing music on. No, they need their drug. They need their fix. So they take it. And if you're doing something like that, you know, it's time to start questioning things. It's time to really start saying, is alcohol really helping me with this stress? Does the problem go away? The thing that you're stressed about, does it get solved when you put the alcohol in your body? Of course not, right? And I, I want to tell you one thing. When I was drinking, my stress levels were 10 times higher than they are now. Not saying that I don't get stressed. Everybody gets stressed. Life is stressful. Bad things happen. Great things happen, but also bad things happen. And the trick is, is, you know, now as a non-drinker is I'm able to deal with that stress. It's fine. So yeah, there's another sign of being a high functioning drinker is that you use alcohol to cope with stress. The eighth point that I want to touch on is your social life revolves around alcohol. And this may mean that, you know, if you go out with your friends, you go into a bar, you go into a barbecue, you go into a place where you know that alcohol will be there. And if alcohol is not going to be there, it almost makes you feel a bit uncomfortable. You kind of feel like, why the hell would I want to go there? Right? Or maybe you know that you've got to drive to a place and then drive home and that you won't be able to drink. And these kind of things start filling you with fear. So what you do is you seek friends, you seek scenarios, you seek places that you know that you're going to be able to have a drink. No one's going to get in your way. Nothing's going to get in your way. You can drink freely. 
you can hang out with your friends and go home. And, and on this point, I just want to say that there are just so many better things that you can do in your life that don't revolve around alcohol, but do revolve around socializing. There are so many awesome hobbies out there, so many awesome people out there that don't drink and they socialize and they have a great life. But at the same time, you know, if you're always thinking about alcohol when you're about to socialize and go out and meet friends and do things, I'm sorry, but it's just another sign. It's another sign that the drinking is probably getting to a point where it's out of control. And the eighth thing that I want to touch on is that uh, the eighth sign of being a high-functioning drinker is that you may have tried to stop in the past and failed. You may have tried to stop numerous times already. You might have tried AA. You might have tried willpower. You might have tried these challenges, these 30-day challenges, two-week challenges, whatever. And you may have failed. That was me for 10 years, right? I've, I've done all of this stuff. I'm telling you this stuff from experience. I have made these kind of, not mistakes, but these signs were apparent in my life for 10 years, right? And I tried to stop numerous times and failed. So I knew that alcohol was causing me problems. I was under no illusion that I was managing things well. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.